What is up, Wholesale 2 Million family? We're back with another um, interview as far as in, this is not the first subscriber interview, but Alex just clo um, Alex closed on a virtual deal that he made 11 a G. I'm gonna have him share with you guys the whole entire process of exactly how he did it. So that way you can copy and duplicate and do one for yourself, okay? So um, Alex is in Maryland, but he did this completely virtual in another state where you've never obviously met the seller, seen the property, and he's able to get this done. So hopefully that this video will add a lot of value to you and will help unclear a lot of things that you are trying to figure out that maybe for some of you, you're trying to go virtual. But I want you to understand virtual wholesaling doesn't mean that you have to do this in a completely different state. It just means that you never met the seller or see the property or have to meet up with the buyers. So whether that property is five minutes or 15 minutes away from you, if you have never met the seller, never seen the property, never met up with the buyer, and you're able to do this and lock this up and get it closed all over the phone, it means, my friend, you are virtual, okay? So anyways, you guys, put your hand, put your thumb together. Help me bring on my man, my boy, the I Buy Houses, Alex Harshman. What's going on, brother? What's going on? Happy Monday. Good to see you. So, Alex, could, let's jump straight into it, man. For those that don't know your story, tell them a little bit about, you know, a little bit about your background, and then we can go ahead and, and get into this, uh, uh, this uh, virtual deal. Yeah, absolutely. So I was in the military and decided that I wanted to have a family. And so I got out of the military, didn't have a job to transfer into. Um, worked for my dad, worked really hard for money. I was betting like $100 a day, which is pretty good, but man, we were busting our butt every single day laying those floors and, and it was just rough. So uh, for those who don't know, my dad's six foot five, he's a big body builder and uh, I'm definitely not. So uh, <laughs> working hard was not my thing. So I told him, I was like, I got to do something else and decided to dive into real estate and read a bunch of books, watched a bunch of videos and then dove head first and cold called 600 people and the rest is history. Nice, bro. Nice. So um, listen, man, we all have, you know, I, I you know, all of us um, entrepreneur, we all have our stories. And a lot of times it's always the big things, you know, that start very small. So, um, Alex, let's, let's talk about your first, uh, I mean, not your first man, uh, but let's talk about this virtual deal. So let's, let, let's, let's walk the people through it, how you found the seller, what do you use and all of that. So just unload everything. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, what I, what I did was I pulled this list from PropStream um, and I pulled the vacant list in, in the area that I was targeting. And um, what I did from there is I skip traced that list using uh, batch skip trace, gave that list to uh, call tools or put that list into call tools. And then had my VAs actually do the cold calling for me. And they had the initial contact with the seller. Um, the seller was a actually in a group of investors, multiple investors in the family and actually a family of lawyers. So a lot of people, you know, they'd be intimidated by this deal already, but uh, you know, like you and I know it's no, it's no thing. So, mm. um, <laughs> so after we talked to them, you know, obviously I got on the purchase manager phone call with them, made the offer. It, uh, it actually worked out. The offer was really good. This property was a duplex and a, semi-hot area it was a couple streets from so it's this this area that i'm in it's very different from street to street so it was in a semi-hot area and uh it was just outside of where people wanted to invest kind of so from there uh, i just had to find a buyer after i locked it up 
And did you want me to go into that? Yeah, man. So, okay. So first off, um, Alex, uh, for those that might not believe, we need to see uh, that wire deposit, bro. Uh, do you got that? I do. Yes. Let me, let me pull that up. Right Show now. me the money. It's 11,000 and wait, I can't see it, bro. There it is. There it is. Wait, there it is. Right there, $11,677.40. Yep. Right on, bro. Okay. So let's let's take it one step at a time. Okay. So yep. you went to Prop Streams to pull a list. For those of you, if you're looking for a good company to pull your list, all right, I'll leave the Prop Stream affiliate link just right below in my descriptions. And you can sign up. I mean, we've been using them. Alex has been using them for many years. And I, I think to, to me anyway, they have a really good uh, data for pulling distressed property. Um, I call, you know, some of you call it distressed property, some of you call motivated sellers. So let's talk about the list that you pull. So you get a seven days free trial. If you don't like them, you can just disconnect. There's really no string attached, okay? So now vacant. So let's talk about, so you pull, so this deal come from a vacant list, right, Alex? Correct. Okay, man. So how many, how many lists, so how many, um, so I guess the number of lists, how big was it? Oh, this list, it was probably around, uh, probably around 3,000. Okay. Now, do you pull, so do you pull the whole entire states? Do you pull the city? Let's talk about that. Yeah, so I pull the entire county. Um, I, you know, for the longest time, I didn't know you could pull counties in PropStream. I thought you had to do individual zip codes and, and cities. So I pulled the county and I just targeted the entire county. Gotcha. Okay. And then what is your, okay, so what is your criteria beside it has to be vacant? So for this one, I pulled 50% equity or more. Okay. And I was looking for absent, well, obviously absentee is vacant. So, um, and the, the property price point had to be between 50 to 300,000. Gotcha. Okay. Good. Okay. So that's how, for those of you who's watching this, that's how you list that. So you can narrow down your list because if you just go vacant, right? There could be a bunch of them that comes up. But if you, if you, if you punch in these criteria, it's going to really list that and make your dive in and make your, your list a lot more, um, what's the word? Targeted? Yep. Okay. So, okay. So that's okay. So once you pull that list, then what do you do next, Alex? From there, I took that list and put it into a spreadsheet. It automatically does it for you. And then you upload that to batch skip trace or your skip tracing company. They'll pull the numbers, and from there, I just imported it into my dialer, which I use call tools. Okay. And uh, I had my VA start cranking on them. Okay, so you upload that list. So you skip trace, find the numbers, and then this one you uh, cold call. Yep. Okay. Got it. Okay, so you. Okay, so let me see here. So your VA, uh, for those of you who, do, for those that don't know what a VA is, Alex, could you explain? Yeah, absolutely. So a VA is just a virtual assistant, somebody you can do it locally, hire people locally, or you can do it virtually. I found mine in the Philippines um, through onlinejobs.ph and they basically call for eight hours a day for me. So that way I don't have to, and I can focus on selling these deals and the things that matter the most to me. Gotcha. Okay. So base okay. So so your VA will um, so you basically so your VA's basically filter and qualify these leads for you. Correct. So out of, so out of the three thousand that that your VA call Alex, that's that's what got you this one deal. 
Yeah, so any, we're talking anywhere between 300 to 500 people live per week. Um, it just depends on the week. Uh, we had a lot of hurricanes in my market, so calls actually had dropped for a bit. Um, but yeah, you know, we're, we're just cranking out the calls, making anywhere from actually 4,000, three to 4,000 calls a day. Gotcha. Okay. So now, okay. So, so, so once you're, so once you're VA, um, okay. Now let's talk about, let's talk about, uh, the dialer. Okay. So you upload it onto batch leads. Okay. And then from that, you skip trace, you get the numbers. And then after that, where does that go? I upload it into call tools. Okay. And for those who don't know, it's like Mojo, but I think it's a lot better. Okay. And then, and then, okay. Now, how does, now, how does uh, call tool uh, work, Alex? So, so call tools is you can have up to 10 dialers, which means you can call up to 10 numbers per person. And uh, you just upload the list and call tools automatically. It's an auto dialer. So it dials throughout all those numbers and it only answers the ones that the people actually answer. So it, it cranks through all these numbers and um, yeah, whoever answers, answers, and you get that live call right there. Right now, what happened, what happened if they don't, uh, they don't answer? They don't answer, then for call tools, you can set it up however you want. You can have it set for a redial. Uh, there's a lot of customization there, but for me, I just crank through the list after I go through it again. So once I go through the entire list, I just cold call it again and recycle and repeat. So how many times don't answer? Okay, man. But how, so how many times do you call that one less? Uh, we're probably on, uh, on at least four or five now. Okay. So you would call the same list four to five times. Yeah. I'll probably call it about 10 times. Okay. 10 <laughs> times. So you call them 10 times until, you, until, until now, what do you do after you call them 10 times and uh, no answer? Uh, from there, I just, recycle the people who don't answer and I specifically target those only. My goal is just to keep recycling this list until, you know, it hits zero because there's always leads out there. Gotcha. Okay. Now, for those of you who's not, who not, who not, who's not familiar with batch leads, um, you know, batch lead, you can also send text message as well. That's what Alex used as what, that's what we use as well. And now, I will leave my link right below with them as well. If you guys want to go check them out. Um, I guess you get your first 500 texts for only like $1. So I'll leave my affiliate link right below in the description. If you guys want to go check it out. Now, um, so when you, when you get into call tools, um, Alex, after, after you call them 10 times, do you do, do you do anything else or do you go and pull a new list? Uh, from there, I, I go and pull a new list and I recycle them into the new list. So the leads that didn't answer and it kind of snowballs. So I'll have uh, the leads that haven't, let's say out of that 3,000, there was a thousand that didn't answer. I'll take that a thousand and put it into the new list that I skip trace and cold call. Right now we're strictly cold calling and virtually driving for dollars. So do you, so do you send them, um, do you send them a text message or no? Uh, right now we don't know, but that is okay. in the works. Got it. Okay. now. So you, okay. So you call, you got the seller on the phone. Now let's talk about the phone call that you have with the seller um, on locking the property up. Cause people probably want to know how long you lock it up. What kind of earnest money do you put down, et cetera. 
Absolutely. So the first foremost, you have to have a great script um, to control that phone call, whether it's you or your VA. So once we filtered them, made sure they were motivated, they had a price that was reasonable that we could negotiate. I called them back and I made the offer and we locked it up for 60 days, one contract. And then we also put down a hundred hundred dollars on, on the uh, EMD. For the gotcha. Okay. So a hundred for the earnest money. So you lock it up on the contract for 60 days. Now, what was the seller asking price? Hello? The seller was asking around, can you hear me? Yep, I can hear you. Awesome, yeah, the seller was asking for 75,000. Okay. And we got him down to 60,000. Okay. And what was the uh, estimated rehab? Uh, for this one, it was it was hard to tell. You know, the seller told us it, it could take anywhere from between 60 to 70,000, but he also told us 35,000 is what he got a quote from for his contractor. So. I just, you know, did the happy medium there and guessed for 50,000. Okay. And, and what's the ARV on this property? About 180,000. Okay. Now for some, for some that are starting out the beginner, Alex, they probably don't know, like, so what formula do you use to lock these property up on a contract? Yeah. So I, I try to figure out whether it's going to be a flip or a rental right away. And then from there, I kind of, the formula never changes, but it definitely helps to know who your audience is going to be when you're targeting for a buyer. But 70% to ARV is what I go for minimum minus repairs minus your fee. So I like to make between 10, 15 to 20,000. And that's what I factor into my offer. Got it. Okay. Okay. So you get 60 days in contract with the seller with a hundred bucks. Now, after the seller signs the contract, what do you do next? From there, I go and get photos of the property. I have boots on the ground. And actually, uh, I found a app that's called Task Rabbit, And you can find people who will go out there and just do mediocre tasks for you, whether you're showing a property and you need them to mediate it or you want them to take photos for you. And I actually found a realtor on there who now shows my properties and she takes photos for me for 25 bucks a piece. Oh, wow. Every time, every time she goes out, it's $25. Wow. Okay. And uh, so what's the site again? It's called Task Rabbit. Like rabbit, like a, a bunny rabbit? Exactly. That's, that's crazy, bro. Okay. So you came in contact with a realtor, 25 bucks? 25 bucks a pop. Dude, I didn't even know that. Okay. 25 bucks a pop. So they will go out and they will show the property and take picture for you? They'll do whatever you want. So this is like a, an Uber for tasks, basically. Wow. Task rabbit. Very catchy. Okay. Wow. I didn't know that. So 20. Okay. So, so the agent went out there and took pictures for you. Yep. And she'll even put lock boxes on for me and buy the, the lock box and everything. And she just charged gotcha. me for materials. Okay. Now after, after, after that, how do you market for the buyers? Uh, so immediately I market whether I have the photos or not, just to see if I get any interest. Uh, but I like to go on to the, the RIA, so the Real Estate Investors Association website and advertise on there. Uh, I like to go on Facebook investor groups in my area. And then I also like to pull the cash buyers uh, for the area that it's in. And then I'll cold call those realtors. I'll probably try to get around eight to 10 realtors a day, uh, make contact with them 
and uh, that way I can have them bring me a buyer and uh, they do all the, you know, the heavy lifting for me. Gotcha. Okay. Now, how did, so, okay. So those are some resources where Alex pretty much share with you guys where you guys can find the buyers. So now what, where did the buyer came off for this deal? So actually this was a JV deal and uh, the assignment fee was actually 25,000. Oh, wow. So me and the, the guy made out really well. It was actually uh, almost his highest wholesale fee and we have to. So I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. So how do you find him? So I cold call We Buy Houses websites in the area. And I knew right away, you know, I've worked with other people who are wholesalers, JV, whatever. And, you know, usually 90% of the time they're tire kickers. So for me, I was looking for a website that was established. It had some maybe like we've been around for 15 years or something. And I found three right off the bat. And I cold called those three people. And, you know, within the first three people, I found somebody who was like, hey, I can sell this in 48 hours if it's a deal. So I sent it over to him. He said, this is a deal all day. You know, I, mind you, I've been marketing this to my buyers, trying to find buyers for over a month. And I didn't get anything. You know, I had a buyer interested. He wasted my time. Um, well, he didn't waste my time. I gave him 48 hours and he didn't drop the deposit off. So I said, all right, I'm going to try just JV. You know, I, I didn't do it on my own. So I'm going to find somebody to JV with. And this guy said, hey, I can sell it for 48 hours. Wow, man. Now, Alex, for those that don't know what a JV is, please explain. JV is uh, just like a joint venture. And what that means is typically you work with somebody who either brings you the seller and you bring the buyer or you bring the seller and they bring the buyer and you guys split the commission however you agree. So in this case, we split it 50-50. He was pretty established. He knew you know, how to get things done. And I thought that was fair. Gotcha, man. Okay. So let's talk about the process on this buyer. So how did, since you're doing it virtually, how did the setup go? So what I had to do is basically with this property being vacant, it made it really easy to show. And once it had a lockbox on it or easy access, rather, uh, they could pretty much go in whenever they want. You know, I made sure I communicated and coordinated with the sellers, letting them know, hey, we're going out to the property. Let them know our contractors are coming out. So that way they don't get calls from the neighbors yelling at us. And, uh, you know, from there, the buyer looked at it. They said, hey, we want it. Um, and I'd actually renegotiated this property. I, I didn't mention that. I renegotiated it down to 50,000. Oh, so wow. I got a whole 10 grand off because we had a buyer under contract and uh, it was on a Friday and it was after the title company had closed. So they didn't drop that deposit off. On Sunday, they told us that their contractor had got COVID. And so they were backing out of the deal after I'd already renegotiated and got a price because they were locking it up at 60,000. So I renegotiated it down to 50,000 to make 10 grand. And I was actually JVing with somebody else on that too. And we we're going to make 5k each. So once their buyer didn't perform, I didn't work with those guys anymore. I tried to find another person to JV with. And that's when I found this guy who found somebody for 25 grand more. Oh, wow. Okay. So hold on a second. So you, okay. So you got the property on the contract for 60, right, Alex? Yep. Okay. And then how much do you send it out to the buyer for? I sent it out for 79. You sent out for 79 and the buyer came in. And so what did the buyer came in and offer you that actually backed out? So I, had, I have multiple serious buyers on my list who buy regularly and they offered me around 35 to 40 grand total. Okay. And 
that's when I knew the rehab was a lot more than what was relayed to me. So I had to factor that in. And um, I asked a couple more people and sure enough, four to five offers all around 40, 50 was the highest that I got. Okay. I, I knew I had to either renegotiate farther down or find somebody who can bring, you know, a retail or higher brand buyer. And that's exactly what I had to do. Gotcha, bro. So you still, you, you still had it under contract at 60. Okay. Yep. So, so, so the buyer that came in and, and backed out, what price did he came in at? So the guys that were showing the property for me, the JVM with, they, they brought me a buyer for 60 grand. They said, this is the highest we can get. I think it's Got a it. great deal. I said, okay, let me do my thing. I'll go back, renegotiate, and try to make this work for everybody. And I told them, hey, we'll close in you know, the next week because that's what they told me. And we'll, we'll lock it up at 50,000. And they said, actually, I renegotiated down to 35,000 and they, they dropped it down to 50. So I offered 35, they took 50. Okay, so you went back to the seller, you, re you renegotiate and offer them 35. Correct, from 60. Okay, and then you guys, are, okay, so for those of you who's watching this, so Alex got this under contract for 60. Got a buyer that came in and said, hey, I would offer you 60, right? Yep. Yep, which is, which is obviously where he's at. So there's no profit for him to make. So he went back to the seller and he renegotiates and he, he offered him 35. A lot of you will be like, well, why didn't Alex offer him, you know, like 55 or whatever? Well, a lot of times what you want to do is you want to start super, you want to start low. Because if you, if you offer 55, you know, and the seller said, hey, I would do 58, then, then, then you have to, you basically don't have enough room in there or you, your profit is very small. So a lot of you are afraid of reject, rejection. So you're afraid to make the low offer. And a lot of times that can also cost you to make a larger a larger spread on your wholesale fee. Just an FYI. So if you want, if you want to make 5K, you don't offer to make 5K. You offer down where you can make 15 or 20K and then hopefully that you can arrive at that 5K. But if they accept the lower price, right? Now, instead of making 5K, you could have made 10 or 15K. So for those of you who don't know the, the strategy about renegotiating, is that Alex found a buyer, got a price locked in, got, a, got inventory, which is to sell his property, got a buyer that said, I would, I'm ready to go and I would buy this amount. He went back, renegotiates, and turned a no deal into a deal. Now, my next question to you, Alex, is after this buyer here, and you lock it in. Now you went back and you ex you and the seller accept at fifty k. And you lock it in now. Did you tell the seller that uh, of the closing day yet, or, or not, or or because when the deal falls apart, how did you able to uh, to talk to the seller? Yeah, absolutely. So anybody who hasn't done this before, it's kind of scary because you you tell them, hey, we're gonna lock this up for a lower price in exchange. We'll close next week. And that's what I told the seller. And sure enough, on Sunday, because he had not dropped the deposit off because it was a weekend, um, he backed out. And so now I had to relay that to the seller. A lot of people, they would probably draw that process out, maybe not even tell them. I would encourage you to tell them right away, like, hey, uh, I just said, hey, our contractor got COVID. You know, we got to find a new one now. And, um, you know, we're still ready to close before the end of our agreement, the 60 days. So I didn't have to extend with them or anything. So I said, you know what? We're still going to be trying to close. You know, if you work with us, these are trying times. Um, you know, we're going to try do our best to close very quickly. And they weren't pressed for time. Uh, they were investors and realtors themselves. And this was just kind of like a property they just wanted to get rid of. So, Gotcha, man.
Okay, so you, okay, now, now let's talk about the buy that actually comes in and close. So, so they went out, they did the walkthrough on the property, right, Alex, or, or no? Correct, yep. Okay, so this new buyer that you found went out, and now did you send it out for 60 or like how, like how did they got $25,000 more? Yeah, so the guy that brought me the buyer on the second JV, I was trying to establish there that actually did bring the buyer. Um, I told him I, I'd advertised it for 75 because I dropped the price a little bit. Mm. And I said, you can advertise it for more if you want, or you know, if you want to advertise it for the 75, it'll be a good, good spread for both of us if you can get that. And he said, I think this is a great deal. In 48 hours, I should have this under contract. And the very next day, he did. Deposit nice. Okay, so got you, man. So he, so, he, so he brought the buyer. And how much of a deposit does this buyer put down? He, he made him put down. Uh, I told him, you know, we don't accept anything under 1500 And he said, I, I'll get 2000 So he, gotcha. he brought up 2000 So the buyer brought in 2000 Lock it up. And how quick was the closing? Uh, we closed within 14 days. The only reason why we didn't close in the first week was because the sellers had, it was an inherited, it, it was and it wasn't. Um, their parents died like several years ago and they have everybody on the will. And so they all had to get signatures from the, the family members. So there's like five signatures we were waiting on and the hurricanes were hitting at the same time. So title company didn't have power, man. It was just a one thing after another, but we got it done. <laughs> Good for you, man. Now, Alex, how much time do you put into this deal, bro? Total uh, coordinating with the buyer and the seller, probably about an hour and a half, two hours. <laughs> an hour and a half for 11G. That's not bad, right? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So anyways, I mean, Alex pretty much shared with you guys kind of the whole process already. And for most of you who's watching or listening, you got to understand that nothing will work if you don't. I mean, it doesn't matter if you're getting all the systems or mentorship or anything like that. Everything takes work. Like you actually have to put in the work. Don't think that you get all the system and you just sit back and you just push the button. It's not how it works. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what people pitch or say or whatever it is out there with all this. You know, it doesn't matter what business you still have to put in the work. I've seen people, you know, I mean, listen, I've never done it. So I, I don't know if, if it works or not. The Amazon automation or whatever people talk about where you just give them the money, you just sit back, they push a button, they got everything. Those are the kind of things where I I, I don't know. I've, I've never done it. I've never got into it, but I can, I can tell you one thing that throughout my whole entire journey, I was just like for some of you, you know, you get to the point where things get so tough that that you just wish that something that there's a program where you can just push the button, you can just pay people to do it for you. But let me tell you something. My friend, it's not how it works. You still have to put in the work. You got to be patient and you still got to hustle and grind your way through it until you can get to where you can build up the cash, where you can build system, you can have team in place. But let me tell you something, you still got to stay on top of your team. You still got to put in the work on your team to get them better and better every single day. So there, I, as far as I know, man, there's just no push button. Yes, you can eventually get to the point where you leverage, you have to money to leverage your team and everything like that for you, where you can buy back the majority of your time, right? So you can do whatever it is, but you still got to stay on top of your, of your team and all of that. There's just no like push button and just, and just be free, <laughs> right? Well, you know, so anyways, um, Alex, so for those, that, for those that don't know or want to connect with you or whatever it is, man, 
how can they reach out and connect with you, bro? Yeah, absolutely. So they can reach me on Instagram at the underscore Harshman, my last name, the underscore Harshman. That's my last name. And um, Wholesale to Freedom on YouTube. I'm doing a lot of stuff on there, putting out content regularly. And uh, you can find a lot of great value in there as well. Gotcha, man. So YouTube and Instagram, what else? Is that it, bro? Uh, you Don't you have TikTok, dude? TikTok as well. And it's the same as my Instagram. So the underscore Harshman. Gotcha. And I know a lot of people ask too, man, is, is, there, is, there, is there any training? Because a lot of people are more like a hands-on. They want to do a one-on-one. You got anything like that going on? Actually, I got a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity right now I'm providing uh, where I'm making a course. But actually, for the founding members, I'll be teaching the course live, answering questions regularly. And um, I'm going to be launching that on December 2nd. I'm only accepting 10 people. And there's very limited seats right now. We have a couple slots filled. So if you're interested, definitely let me know either via Instagram or I can send over Kong the link for you to fill out some questions to see if we're a good fit for each other. Okay. So well, once again, man, if, if they're interested, so what is your DM, Alex? Uh, on Instagram, you can get me at the underscore Harshman. Got it. For those of you who's watching, I'm not an affiliate with Alex, okay? For those of you, if, if you want the if you want a hand-on free mentor, because not everybody can go and watch a video and put all this together, there you go. That's an that's another option for those of you who want to do that. So, Alex, any last words you want to say to the audience so we can wrap this up, man? Yeah, absolutely. So everything comes down to having a system and process that's been proven in place. Otherwise, you're constantly failing forward and you're wasting time, money, and energy trying to figure these things out. My course is gonna teach you how to do all that with a proven system, and I help you get the confidence you need to talk to sellers, buyers, title companies, whatever it may be from A to Z. So if you wanna check that out, go to that uh, link that I, I'm gonna to send to Kong or check out my DMs, send me a DM. Uh, but I wanna just let you know that no deal that I've come across except for maybe one has been easy. You constantly have to solve problems and overcome objections, whether it's in the process or with the seller. And so the money is not made in finding the deals and just going through the motions. It's made through solving those problems over and over again. And if you want an easy deal, this isn't the right business for you. Boom. That's it. There's nothing else <laughs> I have to say, you guys. I hope you guys enjoy this video. And if you like it, please show my guest myself some love. Boom. Smash that thumbs up. Really helps out with the YouTube algorithm. If you're new to the channel, welcome to the Wholesale to Million family. And I want to let you know that we are a doer and not a talker. If you talk more than you do, then man, take your BS to another <laughs> platform. <laughs> Be sure to turn on that bell notification too, you guys. Alex, thank you so much for your time, bro. I wish you nothing but the best. Alex has been a good, uh, really good friend of mine. So congrats, bro, on all your success and uh, look forward to seeing uh, your success uh, in 2021, bro. Absolutely. Thanks so much, Kong. You have a great one, uh, week. Yep. You too, bro. Take care. Take care. Ciao, dude.